Welcome to Beautiful Imperfection. We are so happy you're here. In this podcast, we will discuss from week to week our identity in Christ. The beauty in our imperfection is Him. Let's get started. So last week we were talking about the friendships and we left off on the second reason. First one was surface you know, surface relationships and we have good intentions and we want to become friends, Mm -hmm. but then our priorities are starting here where sometimes um, the second reason would be that we are so crunched for time. And I think that is probably the number one reason because there's so much life going on around us all the time. And unless we're in the same circles, it becomes really difficult to 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 either navigate them or to make them deeper. And then sometimes I think when when we know we're crunched for time, Pam, and then we want to, you know, make a plan with somebody else or have a friendship, um, when you're not prioritized or you know that they always talk about, oh, we don't have time for anything. And mm-hmm. then it's you do kind of personalize that. And well, they don't have time for me. They have time for these other things mm-hmm. because I'm also having time for these other things. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, is that true friendship? Or is that someone who you just know, you know, and if you want a true friendship with them, then you really need to invest some time. Right. So it takes getting out of that surface that we were just Mm -hmm. talking about. And it takes prioritizing some time and say, maybe I can't go this week, but there's got to be, you know, Mm -hmm. 20 minutes you can go or whatever next Mm -hmm. week or sometime. And so it, it does end up and there. Are times that I feel really badly about somebody will say, well, can we get together? And I'm like, yes, but I probably can't do it this week. Or, yeah. But 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 I always follow through. Yes. And so I think that we shouldn't necessarily hold a busy schedule against someone as long as they are still reaching to you and yeah. and saying we're going to do it and we do. And and I mean, even for you and I, I think sometimes we, you know, mm-hmm. we try to get together and it's weeks, but yeah, but we still make we it. We have it. It's there. And, and so sometimes we, it's, it's moments. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes right. it's, hey, what and, are you doing today? Yeah. yeah. And I like calling yep. you at 8.15 this morning yeah, saying, can you be on the podcast? Come to the podcast. So, um, so that's not what I'm saying. What mm-hmm. I'm saying is, is that we allow so many superficial things that do not really matter that much Mm. to overtake our time. Yes. And there's a big difference in whether I really have time or I don't have time. Yeah. Is it that you're just feel filling Mm -hmm. F I L L I T. (laughs) You got to do that the whole time. Yeah. Our lives with things that are not beneficial, that don't really matter. Things that are really not that important to us, but have become habits in our life, because mm-hmm. that's really easy to do. Yep. I mean, there are some times that you go through weeks and weeks of doing the same thing, and you're like, why am I even doing that? Because I always do that. Yeah. And fillers are not healthy for you unless no. they're getting rid of some wrinkles. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> unless they're that kind of filler. Yeah, but there you go. <laughs> think about food, Pam. And, you yeah. know, fillers are the things we're trying to avoid. Right. But then when it comes with our time, we invite mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. We Sorry to pop the mic, but we, okay. um, we invite things to fill all, up all of our time. So we appear or feel busy or get that... Um, you know, satisfaction of like, I did all of this in, you know, today, but is it genuine? And then what does God say about how we need to have our time spent and especially Mm -hmm. relationships made here while we're on earth? And, um, and I think of, you know, 
two different ways to look at it. And I want you to tell you and break it down for me. I look at it as where he says, store your treasure up in heaven. So like making investments here on earth in people that mm-hmm. that matters to. And then I also look at it, um, you know, passages of the Bible tell us that we need to have those Christian relationships right. and we need to have those friendships. So tell me, you know, a, about that, you know, what, what does the Bible tell us we need to do with that time? Well, I think when we talk about the treasures and you talk about time and you put mm-hmm. those, if I put those in the same sentence, I would say there are two things that we can do with time. One is to invest it and one is to waste it. Mm-hmm. So we want to make the most impact with our life and we want to do that with other people because as a community, that's how, what the Bible teaches, that we are stronger together. It talks about, you know, um, the intertwining our lives together, intertwining our lives with him. Um, it talks about uh, different parts of the body and how we all need to work those together and how the treasure of our heart and the thing that we show most affection to would be God. And so if we are, if he is first in our life, and then we're following that commandment that we're talking about, then we love God and then we love people. So our first thing is to love God. And as a result of that, we're going to love people. So if we love people and we want to make them priority or make an impact in life, and, and I I realize you can't do this with everybody. And there's, there's probably only a few friends that you can allow to just jump in and walk around in your life without consequences of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know what I'm saying with that, but you, so you do have to be somewhat careful in that, but you love everyone, whether they're going to be in your closest circle of friends or not. But I think, does that kind of answer the question as to how to divide those things? Because the things that we invest in are the only things that are going to heaven. So Mm -hmm. uh, people Mm -hmm. are the only thing that are going. So if we're investing our time in people, we are doing the thing that is most treasured in God's heart. And it's not about the 24-hour day. Right. And, and you know, and, and at you the point to put a those, friend on yeah. a checklist. No. I mean, sometimes there are days that we're not going to be able to fit anything in. There are also days that we can drop something to fit something more important in. Yeah. And I think that mindset of allowing ourselves to be interrupted mm-hmm. by things that are important to God, mm-hmm. that's difficult, but it's needed. Yes. And so I think that we have to look at that as not necessarily, oh man, they're keeping me from doing what I need to be doing, but that is a God, sometimes a God sent interruption into your life. And you make the choice. And you make the choice Mm -hmm. of what you're going to do. So it has to be a priority. And you also have to make yourself aware of those things. And there has to be boundaries and there has to be all those things. And that's probably another podcast mm-hmm. altogether, but, um, that's when we're more serious are, outside of yeah, summer. Yeah. Not real life. No, no, real life is yeah, summer. Real life is summer. Serious will be in the fall. Yeah. I keep hitting my microphone. Jared, I'm sorry. We have to I keep popping it. I know it's my hands y'all. Yeah. I'm talking with my hands. So, I mean, there's a lot that we could stay there on, but let's, let's just move on for the, mm-hmm. to the yes, next, what we got next. Um, sometimes we like the energy. Mm. And I think sometimes in parenting, we lack the energy oh, and it's so easy just to say, go ahead and do that. Cause I can't do another thing right now. Yes. So I can apply that into my life as a parent. I can apply that into my life as relationships of other relationships, either with our husband or, or with 
friends or Mm -hmm. whatever is happening. But women, um, we spend countless hours just preparing. Yes. um, For whatever it is. Yes. We pack, we prepare, we we do. Yes. Getting ready. Yeah. And so those are not even things that even get on the checklist. Those are just things that as women, we just do innately sometimes. Sometimes um, friendships require a lot of emotional energy. And sometimes our I've been in places and times, I'll just be really honest with you. Not that I wouldn't be anything else, but um, where I just did not have the emotional energy to add one more conversation or one more thing. And it takes renewing like the, the wings of eagles and Mm -hmm. riding piggyback on the shoulders of God, because otherwise I would not be able to do it. And doesn't that sound amazing? You know, just the, the picture you just painted of that to be able to really just take that deep breath and let it out and be mm-hmm. on the shoulders of God and, and, and soar like that Eagle with him and have him be that energy. And, um, and with our friendships to be able to have those renewed in that way. And, mm-hmm. um, and I know for me, you have some of those friends and I don't know if this is on the list of the things, but, um, you talk about like the energy sometimes, and this is the keeping it real. I have said to myself, I don't want to meet anybody else new. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got, I've got enough. I, I've met enough people on this planet. I'm good. Um, yeah. I, and it's like, that's a horrible thing, but like, it's just, I'm telling myself that like, and you have to go back and find the place to get that energy and, and have that place to rest. Um, and sometimes it is talking to an old friend and where you can mm-hmm. just pick right back up. That's the most beautiful thing. And I know you it have is. friends like that too, where it's, you haven't seen him in forever, talked to him in forever. All this life has happened in between and you can just cozy right up to them in conversation mm-hmm. or, you know, with a look and they know, yeah. you know, and that's the kind I love those friendships. That, yeah. And, and that's where you want to be. And I think part of the problem that we're not there sometimes is because of expectations. Mm-hmm. Somebody might, expect more. And I'm more of, if you tell me that you don't want me to do something or you do want me to, I'm, I'm going to honor it. I'm not Mm -hmm. a knock your door down kind of person. Sometimes I wish I were more like that if I know somebody needs something, but a lot of times you'll have people who really want you to do that, but they tell you they don't. Mm -hmm. So you don't know. And then you get in this thing where well, they didn't really meet my, well, and that's not really what I'm talking, that's not mm-hmm. what I'm talking about, about the kind of friendships we really want, because those sometimes are not life-giving. They're energy They're sucking. very draining. Yes. And you can't deal with too many of those. But when right. you have those friends that you're just kind of like, hey, just to see them across the room mm-hmm. is energizing. Yes. And, and that's the great part of it. And then they're but if we get ourselves caught up in the emotional parts of mm-hmm. that and, and keep telling ourselves, I'm too emotionally drained, I'm too emotionally drained, we'll miss that person mm-hmm. across the room. That could be that person for us. Yes. Or, and sometimes I think God's getting us ready for that. But we don't we don't want to hear all those things. We just won't snap. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yep. And it's not snap, crackle, pop. I mean, this takes um, energy and it takes time and and it takes, I think, God's guidance for us to land in those places who people who have the same core beliefs that we have is very important. Not that you're not friends with people who don't. Please 
be friends with mm-hmm. people who do not have the core values yes. you have. But if you're going to have that really emotional, deep connection, you have to have the core value of God's word and those kinds of things that you can base what you have on. Mm-hmm. So if you have no truth, if you don't believe that's true, you don't have a basis of commonality. And I think commonality is one of them. So mm-hmm. I might have jumped the gun yeah. there, but but that is something too. And I also unintentional exclusion happens. We don't want it to sometimes. We don't mean for it to. And sometimes we don't even realize we did it mm-hmm. or someone did it to us. Yeah. But we've all felt that lack well, And we of, go through phases of our life where you don't feel like you fit in your friend's life anymore because mm-hmm. you can't relate to them. And that's that unintentional exclusion. I don't know what um, else it says about it, but I know just in my personal life, yeah. I feel like where things have changed or, you know, you move or they're not as convenient anymore or the, because you had to put some work into the friendship, it, um, it became where it's like easier, mm-hmm. you know, to just not invite them or be the one not invited. You know, I know yeah. when, when all of my, I became a mom, uh, later in life, now it's the trendy thing, but in my generation of people, most people had had all their kids by the time they were 30. Right. I didn't start having kids till I was 35. Um, so the, there's a gap like mm-hmm. a mom friend gap. Right. And, um, and so um, there for a while, my dearest, closest friends, I didn't relate to them, but they still were people I loved right. and were my dearest, closest friends. But it was kind of like a different friend group who would do things. And it wasn't it get unintentional. Tell me about it. Like what, you know, what else do other people do or how that how has that happened to you with your friendships? You know, where it's just they get dropped off or you get dropped off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think sometimes I'm in a little bit of a different place with that because with church people mm-hmm. since I am the pastor's wife, which I don't talk about that mm-hmm. much. Um, there are assumptions that are made about me that are not true. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people who think that they can't get to know me or there are people who haven't tried, but they act like I'm unapproachable because they haven't tried or, you know, yeah. th- there's all those things. And oh, I think yes. In some ways, and I'm not trying to say, you know, that. Know. Make, yeah, but, we talked about it in my testimony, just being yeah. a pastor's family. There's just all these things people think about you that, yeah. 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 And so I think um, naturally people do flow to the people that they maybe grew up with or mm-hmm. they have a lot in common with. I think a lot here is is there are a lot of people who move around. So that can't be as easily mm-hmm. accessible. Um, and sometimes it has to do with the ages of our children or mm-hmm. the things that are happening or a, a certain season in our life mm-hmm. even. Um, <coughs> so, excuse me. So. Um, it does come, it, sometimes it comes because it's easier just to congregate with certain people in a certain community Mm -hmm. in the church community. It's easier if we're working with those people, sometimes they really get to know them, but we don't always get to do that either. So it, sometimes I think that people just think, um, she won't be friends with me or I won't be friends. I just won't be friends with her, Mm -hmm. which is kind of a thing that you make up your mind to do before you have an introduction Mm -hmm. to a relationship or to a friendship. Women, we need friends. Yeah. We need our our tribe. (laughs) I know. Like everybody's going to, we're going to try. We're going to talk. And I love the things in, in the women's ministry that you've done with that to get women from different just stages, seasons, backgrounds, lives together, just um, 
we did that game night mm -hmm. um, earlier this year, and that was a blast. I yeah. met people. I've been at this church for four years who I'd never seen before. Um, I met new women, who, and they'd been here for 28 years or something, you know. Um, yeah. And then we so had wonderful. nine that had never been to church. Never been in the building. So yep. if we are not aware of those things mm -hmm. and that we're moving into this area of it's all about relationship. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's all about relationship to Christ. It's all about growing relationships with others to magnify him more. Um, it's all about the community of the church. And so all of the things that we do are for a reason, and that's for redemption. Mm. It's a redemptive reason. So it might look like a game night, yeah, but it's to create redemption. Well, you got me. me. You, so, <laughs> you got me. I had a good time. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I mean, those are fun things. And yeah. I think those are so, so everything we do um, is with a purpose in mind. And that purpose is to bring people closer to, to God and to closer to each other. And you need all kinds of things to do that. Mm -hmm. and, and we need those, uh, you know, thinking of stories in the Bible Women were always in packs or pairs, you know, the yeah. women who found Jesus, the yeah. women at the, the well. The, yeah. And and so it's like, the, you know, uh, Paul writing to the women who weren't getting along, you know, mm -hmm. and then like um, the sisters, Mary and Martha. So, I mean, there's a reason to yeah. me, you know, God wants us to have that connection with each other. But the world has put so many places, Pam, for mm -hmm. us to trip over exactly. in, in trying to have female friendships. Right. It, yeah, and we can't believe all of those, and that's mm -hmm. that's a good a good place. We'll pick up right here next week. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you have gleaned something of value that will help you in your day to day lives and draw you closer to living fully in who God designed you to be. Until next time, you are beautiful in His sight. If you've been thinking and listening to us and wondering, how can this become a reality in my life? How, does, how can my identity be in Christ? And you've never received him. I'd like to give you the opportunity to do that right now by praying a sinner's prayer. It's a very simple prayer, and it goes like this. Lord, thank you so much for loving me. Thank you for going to the cross and dying for my sins. I open up my heart. I ask you to come in. Please forgive me for everything that I've done and help me to walk with you as I follow you in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we would love to connect with you and help you as you start your life in Christ. Please visit thebestnews.org.